615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. By the way, I don't know who fixed this. Damon, did you do this? It's better. Yeah. Good. Better. I don't know what happened. Yesterday. What is this? You know, people don't know what this is. You know. I know. I'm Probably having, Adam, radio. I'm having an off-air conversation on the air. Yes, you are. Probably Adam fixed it. Adam? Yeah. Well, if Adam did, thank you. I did it magically. I put. Did my you hands say up. something, to Adam Johnson? Uh, Abracadabra, doom, 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 or something like that. What? What? I don't know. What? I don't know what just happened. What? Uh, let's go to the phones, <laughs> please, before this gets derailed please, quickly. Please, please. Uh, let's go to Nolansville. Tony, what's up? <laughs> that was pretty good, Damon. That was pretty good. I was laughing. Um, good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. First of all, let me clarify my mess. And my egg on my face of yesterday, I tried to give out a stat, Darren, and trying to remember something off the top of your head when you're 65, that's, that's what you get. You get a little cloudy figure. So <laughs> I want to clarify that uh, from yesterday. Uh, we were talking about teams that had won the Super Bowl wearing white. You you were talking about teams that were winning correct. Super Bowls wearing white with Something about 13 out of 34 or something. <laughs> you did not yeah, have right. Tony, you did right. not have us running to our phones to bet the Super Bowl after uh, your it call. Was, it, was not a hot, it was not a hot topic. <laughs> I didn't tweet uh, out your stat. Numbers, they, in the last 10 years, team wearing white is 8-2. and two. The okay. 23 Super Bowls this century. Uh, the 13 wins, 13 and 10. And out of 57 Super Bowls, the uh, white uh, team wearing white, 37 and 20. Okay. Pretty interesting. I'd stick with the 8 and Pretty 2 stat. It's more attractive. Yeah. It's more attractive and yeah. it's more recent. Yeah. More recent. Okay. Um, guys, y'all were talking about Vrabel. I don't think this is really going to happen, but a buddy of mine, we were talking about it. Could he possibly be a head coach candidate for Boston College? Nope. No, I, I'm sorry. No, no, I don't think he he he, he is a NFL coach. I don't I don't see and, him going. And, that, and I'll agree with that. You know, maybe but three years from now, if no one hires him. Maybe. Okay, so let me throw a wrinkle on this. What if Ryan Day? Loses to Michigan again, yeah, and gets fired. Yeah, would Ohio State want him? Would they want him? Sure. Would he want them? Is the better question. Okay. What do you? The answer is no. No. no? Do you see Mike Vrabel going to booster meetings and and, and talking to fans? <laughs> do you see Mike Vrabel what we just going to about? living rooms <laughs> and talking to mom and dads about why? Their son should come to now, Ohio now State. Hold on. While it's comical, I, I, I know he's laughing, done, I know he's done but some of the when work. He wants to turn it on. Oh sure, he can. Absolutely. The question is, when he wants to, yeah. versus when he absolutely has well, to do it as you, a profession. If you need players and you want players, then you will 
turn it on. Yes, or if you want a job, you will turn it on because this is your job. Yes. He currently doesn't need a job. He currently still technically has a job. He'll be paid the remaining years under the Titans contract until he's hired from somebody else. So for at least the next, and I don't really know what the number of years, but at least the next two years, I understand, he'll be paid as the Titans head coach until he finds another job. So why under those circumstances would he take a job that I'm not sure he really wants if he's still Justin, being paid as an NFL head coach. Question. Yes, sir. If he's out of the picture in two years, does he <laughs> does he become a, just a thought and not a real uh, interest to uh, general managers and uh, team owners if he's out of the picture for two years? I'm not sure, Tony, and, and this is why. Because the NFL goes in these cycles, and right now we're in a young cycle. Yeah, but th- what Tony's saying is out of sight, out of mind. He... He's saying if he doesn't take a job and he does what you said, just keep cashing the checks the Titans are sending him. Yeah. But what happens when you say the cycle, these other guys, to get back in, they take jobs to get back in the cycle, mm. and then they have success somewhere as a whatever coach, coordinator, whatever, and then they get hired back they get another bite at the I, apple. Like, okay, you tell me. And this is hard. This is putting you on the spot. How many people have sat out two years and did nothing and got back in as a head coach? As the head coach? I'm not sure. But I'm thinking that it's that it's happening. And and, and there's a guy that I'm thinking that may have done on it. And I'm looking at the college level, I'm thinking Gene Chizik. Uh yes. But he came back as well, a coordinator. Came back as a wait He came back as a coordinator, not a head coach. That okay. That's the only person that you know popping into my mind. And uh, uh, yeah, that's that's a good that's a good question. I want to bring up one more topic. Lovey and Smith. I get off of here. And let y'all talk about it. Darren, you might know this better than me and Justin. Justin, you might know it Here's... better than me and Darren. Uh, Vandy Lance and I was talking yesterday, and I hope he don't mind me throwing his name out. With the Kentucky game coming up tonight with Vandy, who was the last good Vanderbilt basketball player Vanderbilt has uh, recruited out of Kentucky? Uh, the last one I recall was Dan Langey. That was years ago. I cannot yep. recall a top-notch Kentucky uh, recruit for Vanderbilt since Dan Langey. And I for that one, but I I I'm, you know, I need to think about it. Out of Kentucky, was Cage was Cage out of Kentucky? Cage Milburn, uh, uh, oh, your boy uh, Phil Cox was. Uh, I mean, there have but, been uh, sure. Yeah, and I mean Scott Droud. Yeah, man, they used to recruit yep. egg of wasn't Phil Ford out of Kentucky? Not Phil Ford. I'm sorry, Joe Ford. Joe Ford. When he out of Kentucky, I guess what you're saying is, you, lately they're they not. Yeah, yeah. They, I got you. They hadn't hit Kentucky, and we were just talking about this. So it's just some thoughts. So we'll see how it goes tonight. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call again. Hey, enjoy your evening. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank see you, Tony. Man. Thank appreciate you, Tony. It. We appreciate it, man. Was Lovey Smith out for years? Yeah, two years. Uh, Lovey Smith uh, was let go by the Bears in 2012. Picked up by the Buccaneers in 2014. So okay. technically two years he was he was out and jumped back in. But there's there's what I was saying is there's a cycle 
about this. And right now we are clearly in a young cycle where everyone is is hiring younger coaches. But very quickly, Darren, we can turn into where somebody's looking for more experience, where the younger coaches fall out of favor, they fall on their face, and then people want people with more experience, and all of a sudden, a 50-year-old Mike Vrabel, he won't be 65 in two years, he'll be 50, a 50-year-old Mike Vrabel uh, with playoff experience and a winning record looks a little better, perhaps. Perhaps! I'm just saying. Someone who, with some playoff experience and some wins for a franchise, has been in the desert for two years, all of a sudden looks at Mike Vrabel and goes, man, bring me some Mike Vrabel up in here because the last two years at 3-14 and 14 have been horrible. Yes, bring Mike Vrabel in here. Whomever franchise, and we know some franchises are going to do it. I don't know who, but somebody's hired a guy who's going to be a disaster. And two years from now, somebody like Mike Vrabel is going to look very oh, attractive. Look, these eight, there were eight openings. Yeah. They're not all going to work. No. We know that. No. Somebody's going to be an utter disaster. Watch, here, by the way, is this the new trend? Is Washington trying to set a new trend? Like, the, this Cliff Kingsbury story is interesting, right? Well, well Raiders, they're like, he wanted three years. And they were like, nah, we'll just give you two. And so he goes to, I mean, I guess Washington, it would be more of the, or the Raiders. And when you think about it, it's not a bad business model because of what we're talking about. Like, the Raiders are going, why do we want to keep doling out all these, paying off all these guys to go away whenever we all know the shelf life of coaches in the NFL isn't long? Yeah. Right? I agree. And they were like, how about we give you two years? And he's like, eh, Washington's going to give me three. I'm going to Washington. (laughs) Oh. Okay. I mean... Yeah, it's it's a it's a possibility. It really is. I, it really is. But we'll see. I mean, it, it's it's early on. I'm just saying. I that, don't want to give the Raiders too much credit because they haven't been very smart over the years. But that's kind of an interesting. It thought. is. I. But you know, you may also lose people. You could by that. You could. It can go either way. Right. And they lost Cliff Kingsbury, who's well, now the OC in Washington, and Eric Bieniemy is out. Well, how badly do they want Cliff? I mean, that remains to be seen. And also, Ben Johnson apparently is getting out that he looked at Washington and was like, man, you're being run by basketball guys. So I, I told almost, you, I think I'm going to stay here know, in Detroit. You know I said, what did he see in Washington that was so bad he decided, he, nah, I'm not going. Uh, yeah, the, it's getting out there, which a lot of things get out during Super Bowl week because he's like, yeah, you guys are being run by basketball guys. Okay. So I'm a football coach. So thanks. Opinionated Larry has walked into our strike and spare Family Fun Center Studio, sponsored by buyandtow.com. Their number is 615-480-6473. Get cash in your hand today and that vehicle hauled away. Hey, how you guys doing today? Larry, sorry for the... We didn't know. No, so just to no, 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 no. Peel no. the curtain back. Yeah, no, no. Larry no. walked in early and we didn't know that he was coming in early. And so I wanted some of that conversation you guys were having. You were having a good conversation uh, so that's about, good that's about we're doing uh, our job. the former coach of yeah. the Tennessee Titans. I want just a little piece, not a okay. lot. Well, for sure. Little, little bite. Um, and I'm not, look, I'm not engaged in the NFL like I used to be. Used to be a season ticket holder. Hmm. I'm a big fan of you guys, though. Big fan of you guys. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Uh, By the way, he said he did not have that written down. He did not have to say that. Oh, so thank you for saying that. No, thank that's you, genuine. <laughs> Wait a minute, guys. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, that was for the audience. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, listen. Yeah. Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Uh, was a New England Patriot football player, as I recall. Yes. Did he 
coach anywhere? Can I ask these questions? You guys, you guys throw me out. Throw me out. One of you guys get ready. Throw me out. Anyway. Did he have any coaching? Did he have any coaching experience? I'm sorry. Before he came yep. to Tennessee, mm-hmm. wait, was in Houston pause, with the Texans. Pause. Pause. Head coaching? Head, co- oh, head coaching. There we assistant? go. There no, we go. No. no, not a head coach. No, but he just said assistant. So he was assistant. an assistant coach. coach. Okay. Yes. He was a coordinator one year in Houston with the Texans. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He started, He was also on Ohio State staff at the beginning. Okay. Yes, he was. Okay. Before going to the NFL. He was a linebacker's okay. coach as well. Linebacker's yeah. coach before he became yeah. defensive coordinator. Right. Well, look, don't, don't write this down. We don't want this retweeted anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a fan of Mike Vrabel. Definitely. If, I, if I'm tearing his name up, these guys just straighten out later down the road. Okay. But um, Mike's a good guy, stand-up guy, I understand. But uh, when you're hiring and in business, if you're in business, I'm in business. Yes, sir. And I'm hiring. I'm not saying Mike is mediocre, but to a degree it's mediocre. And I'm sorry, when you're hiring, you're spending millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars. I, I don't know with the record. See, he, he might have to redo it. Do a redo as, as assistant. Guys have done it. You know, it's not it's not unheard of for guys to, to do a redo as an assistant somewhere, achieve a whole lot of success, mm-hmm. learn some things. Because the lady the lady called earlier, or some, sorry, we played something earlier, something the lady said, that Mike had a way about himself that people just may not have been comfortable with. Well, that's okay. As long as you're really, really good, nobody cares. Remember, y'all, you guys, you guys, may, you yeah. guys may be too young to remember uh, a guy, they used to call him Big Tuna. Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells. No, I think people, we remember people, Bill Parcells. Thank you for calling. Thank you. I'm saying we're too young to remember Bill Parcells. But this is serious. This is serious. I thought uh, you were about to you say just, why no, 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 no. You like, just yeah. added two more minutes. Tom, Tom, you made me more minutes for <laughs> saying that. You may but, be but, too young to remember but, George Hallis. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, but Bill Parcells. Yeah, he said Big Tuna. I'm like, Bill Parcells. Seafood. Gail Sayers references. Right. Maybe over head. Whoa. Whoa. Yes, sir. He made people very uncomfortable. He ruffled feathers. Yes. Yes. Yes, he did. I'm sorry. A, a real a professional a, a efficient professional sometimes makes people very uncomfortable but when it's but when it's time to perform that uncomfortable the uncomfortableness comes out on the field on the floor you name it well here's your best example that we just saw for uh-huh. 20 years uh-huh who made people uncomfortable in New England for two decades? Oh my goodness oh my oh man and, oh, and by the, the way the, the hoodie the hoodie right but that's what but to your point when you're winning, yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But no. then when you start losing, yeah. And Mike, I, by the way, what did Mike start doing here? Losing, losing, and, and you know, I think when he came in, I'm, again, I'm a Titans fan. I'm a homer. I'm a Titans fan, not overly engaged like I used to be. But I thought, and don't get mad at me. Get, listen, on, don't get mad at me. I thought we kept the, the uh, previous quarterback. Uh, our guy was, uh, come on, the previous quarterback. Marcus Mariota. No, no, no. The next, the next guy. Come on, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill. Okay, I, was a serviceable guy. Serviceable okay. guy. But if if a guy can't take me, if I can't see it in my eyes, take me to that next level. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Somebody's gonna be real mad at me in the front office. Gonna be real mad at me in the front office. But I'm gonna pull him. I'm. It might. It might tear the whole place down. Or it might be a great success. You just you don't know. But I think we kept him too long and. If you have a, a really a stellar running back, uh, Derrick Henry, you've got all this going, what, why would I? Tannehill's not going to take me there. And, and and you're a coach. You're a coach now. You're coaching the team. Your your owner wants results. And I guess it looked good. I guess it, as it was going, it looked good. They were in the AFC Championship. They were, it looked good. Yeah. They were there. 
But I knew when they got to the AFC, I said, they're not going. They're not going. It's not going to happen. Before the game. When they lost to Cincinnati, that's kind of when it, well, that it that's when the, everything. That was the end. That's when everything started going the other direction. Yeah, that was yeah. the unraveling. Yeah. When they lost to Cincinnati here in the playoffs, that's kind of. We didn't know it was the unraveling yeah. like that, but it was. It was the yeah. unraveling. Um, well, the good news, opinionated Larry, uh-huh. is the people who made that decision to keep him too long. Yes. They're all gone. Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah. yeah, Tanny, okay. the, well, no, yeah. no, the people who made the decision to keep him too long. Yes. Yeah, they're all gone. They're yeah, all gone. I, I can see that happening. I can see that. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. obvious. They're all gone. But you, you want you want results. It's yeah. business. It's it's a business, you know. And, and some people with loyalty. Some I didn't think. Call me crazy. Uh, Bill Parcells is out of New England, but I didn't say. I I don't think he was done coaching. I don't. I mean, am, am I too close to the New England? Well, he brought the fan? New York Jets here in 1998, and the two of us. Mm-hmm. We're over at Vanderbilt covering that New York Jets team, man, and uh, Bill Parcells. Sure, man, and Bill Parcells would not. Here's the truth. Bring that back, man. I forgot here, about that. Here's That's a true. true. That is true. Big tuna story. Okay, he would not let the media into the Jets locker room. Okay, we had to stand outside. You know why? There wasn't enough room. Let's say too tight. It's too, too tight. tight. Too that tight. place tight. was not built. For, for, to, for an NFL, well, for an NFL team right. to be using that the the away locker room, it was tight. It was, it was at Vanderbilt. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, right. So Vanderbilt. I okay. had to get an interview, and I got it with Keith Byers. Yes, in 1998. Okay, and I had to walk with him to the bus to get the interview because Bill Parcells would not let us in the locker room, and that. It, that we had never done that before. No, we had never well, been told you'd never been in a circumstance closed. like that before. Yes, true, very true. All right, we need to uh, we need to take a break. Larry, good seeing you. Thanks Thank for you. popping Thank in. Here. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so much. Pinay Larry. Larry. Yeah, appreciate him stopping in here on the Strike of Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Don't forget that is sponsored by buyandtow.com. That number is 615-480-6473. Get cash in your hand today, and that vehicle hauled away. Thank you, Larry. Good to see you. We come back. The screen says Dame, DJ Damon has, we're going to Florida. He says we're going to Florida next. Okay. We'll take some calls. We're wide open this hour if you want to get involved. 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. 
Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship March 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan forecast for this afternoon an abundance of sunshine, the high 56. Mainly clear, patchy fog tonight, low 32. Patchy fog to start Wednesday, otherwise partly sunny with a high of 64. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. I love this today. Today's been spicy. Lots going on. Spicy. Yeah. 615-844-5600. Let's go down to Florida, where I'm assuming it's warmer than it is here. And Kevin has uh, joined us. Kevin, how are we doing? Gentlemen, I'm doing well. How are you all? Doing fantastic. Thanks for calling. Hey, no problem. Hey, long-time texter, first-time caller. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love your text. Enjoy your calling, sir. (laughs) Just wanted to call in and say, hey, I'm a a big fan of the show. Uh, Darren, I've listened to you since 2012. When I was stationed at Fort Campbell, living in Clarksville, but now I'm down here in sunny Florida. Enjoy your show every day. Thank you. Are you out of the military and you're just living the life down in Florida or? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm retired now. Okay. I I retired in 2016 there at Fort Campbell. Lived in Clarksville, just moved down here uh, last March. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you. just want to say I'm a big fan of the show. That's pretty much it. I I do listen to 1010 XL every now and then. Oh yeah, W-R- Tony. Maybe RUF, but you know all they all they do is talk about Florida teams, and I'm a team fan. I still follow the 
the Predators and, of course, the Titans. So I'll continue listening to this show and <clears throat> maybe a couple other shows there in Nashville. But I just want to say thanks. You guys put on a great show. And, Justin, you need to uh, start watching some movies, sir. <laughs> We're going to see if we can, Kevin. We're going to try to get, get it implemented. Yeah, because I'm when, way behind, When Kevin. we get into the sports desert or the summer days, yeah, and there's we'll not there. much sports, but the sports desert for Sports Talk Radio, that we can maybe get Justin to watch a movie a week. We're going to see. Maybe two. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it gets frisky. Who I don't knows? know. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah, he he needs to get caught up. So, but we'll yeah. but what we'll do is we'll incorporate the listeners like yourself to throw out suggestions, right? And we'll see if we can get steer him in the right direction of some things he should sort of watch, and then we'll get him on when he says that he's seen him. Yeah. We'll quiz him and see if he really did watch it. Oh, I wouldn't lie <laughs> about watching the movie. Now, I would really watch the movie if that's what I said. Now, um, I'm sure. I'm sure you have a quite a long list to watch yeah yeah because i'm way behind you know when when you you know you you reach a guy who's my age who hasn't seen forrest gump that there's a long yeah his list of movies is on a (laughs) post-it well he'll go he'll get caught up soon so kevin thanks for calling in thank you so much don't be a stranger thank you so much thank you and continue the great show appreciate it (laughs) thank you kevin down in florida did he say where in Florida? Did I miss he that? He did not say exactly okay. where. But he's listening to 1010 XL, so maybe Northwest around Florida, Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah, Or northeast, northeast, northeast Florida. Is that northeast? Yeah. 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 Good stuff. All right. Good deal, man. Um, Enjoy that. We didn't talk about Tyke Tolbert. The wide receiver coach. Yeah. Well, by the way, I did confirm that uh, Kelly, Tim Kelly, is the Tight end coach with the New York Giants. Oh, so oh, so, so he and Bowen so both. it was the Jets last year. Yes, hiring away all the former Titans yes. coaches, yeah. and now it's the Giants yeah. this offseason. He's already up on Giants Twitter uh, with the headset on and mm. everything. Okay, so it's super official. All right. So I'm sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's good. Wanted that's to good slide to know. that in while I was thinking about it. All right, let's take our final break. Come back and wrap up the first hour. Six one five eight four four. 5,600. More of the McFarland Show next. And now, NetPaint LLC is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit DAV.org and consider donating to the disabled U.S. veterans who need our help. This message is brought to you by NetPaint LLC, serving Nashville and the surrounding areas for 10 years. For all your residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting needs, give the pros a call today at 615-608-4548. 615-608-4548. That's NetPaint LLC. They're professionals who care. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. 
To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their lives. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Steve Lehman will begin the second hour of the program. Kevin did uh, text us back. Okay. And said that he lives in Hernando, Florida, which is halfway between, not Orlando, Hernando. Hernando. Which is halfway between Gainesville and Tampa. Okay. Right. I'm not familiar with that. I am not either, but you know, Florida's got a lot of, a lot of different places inside of their uh, their state. There, lot lots of different towns and, and yeah, townships. Yeah, kind of and, a big state. It's yeah. long, very long. Yeah, it's a lake community. You've I ever, see it right here. You've ever had to drive to Miami when you get to the when you get to the you know the border? You're like, yes, I'm in Florida. Yeah, you're bro. You're what? You got a long ways to go. It, we drove to Tampa when I was in high school, and w- I saw a sign that said Miami three hundred something say, that's miles. Not even halfway. And is I was it? just saying to myself, I can't believe there's three hundred something <laughs> right, miles left right. to go. Yes, of this state that yes. we've gotten down here. You're telling me there's three hundred something more miles of this. Yes, down here. Answer yes. Oh. On our uh, YouTube page, Eric from Columbia has a birthday today. How about that? Hit it, DJ Damon. 
No, you gotta start at the right spot oh now. Oh my gosh. We can't start. There you go. Oh. All right. DJ Damon. That was, that was a swing and a miss. Get, get the mark right. <laughs> All right. Hey. We do a lot of it. We did it right in rehearsals. <laughs> but when we went live, I think we messed up. It's hard to do this at the last minute. Okay. Damon, you did this happy, much better in rehearsals. I know it. I know it. Happy Man, you birthday. nailed it in we'll rehearsals. We'll come back from break for, for my man. You owe Eric in Columbia. Eric, we're going to do it after the yeah, break. Yeah, you owe him, you know, to do it right. Yeah, we got to get Stevie Wonder around on the right spot. Treat it like it's, you know, rehearsals again. I didn't know Steve was talking this much on that song. Did you get scared because we were live? No. You got Stevie on the ones and the threes here instead of two. I mean, what, what do you go do, man? How you got Stevie on the one and the three? Come on now. You know better than that. Here we go. Here we go. There you go. Three minutes later, we got it right. Yes. <laughs> Happy oh, birthday man. to you, Eric and Columbia. Happy birthday. <laughs> no, bet nobody's ever done that for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe next time we'll just long. go with the traditional song. Right. right. Yeah, or, just, you know, or maybe just, yeah. The children's I version. Just didn't want Darren, I just didn't want Darren to sing. <laughs> just go with the children's birthday party version. You didn't want me going, happy birthday to you. No. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Just stick with that. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> This first hour has felt like... I don't know. I think we need a do-over. It's felt like a a first week. This thing has been long. It's had a lot going on. I think I'm going to go outside and cool off. Man. (laughs) And we got Steve Lehman still? (laughs) I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I don't know where it's going. Steve Lehman in here coming up at the top of the next hour. I got a bad feeling about this, but Bob. Man. I think we're going to make it out of here. Jeez. Everybody's got to die sometime, Red. No, no, I rebuke that. No, we can not go die in here. We're going to be all right. Oh, I was quoting a movie. You I know. Didn't, you didn't I know. know it. I know. Life's like a box of chocolate. Different movies. I haven't seen that one either. It's okay. All right, we'll come back hour number two, I think. ABC News, I'm Dave Packard. The mother of convicted Michigan school shooter Ethan Crumbly was convicted today of four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Prosecutors say the shooter's parents ignored their son's mental health struggles and provided easy access to a gun. She now faces up to 60 years in prison. President Biden urging Congress to pass the Senate's $118 billion border security and foreign aid bill. But when former President Trump said he didn't support it, other Republicans fell in line. The president at the White House. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. The House to vote today on a GOP-led push to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border. The NTSB's preliminary report out today on Alaska Flight 1282. Investigators say four bolts that were supposed to keep that door plug in place were missing before the accident. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. 
This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. $3,000 to fix my transmission? $5,000 to replace the engine? You can't avoid breakdowns, but with Coverage X, no more ridiculous repair bills. Transmission, engine, electronics, Coverage X's vehicle protection plan has you covered with budget-friendly, flexible, month-to-month plans. Call 800-875-9695 or CoverageX.com. With Coverage X, unavoidable, unaffordable car repair bills are covered. Visit CoverageX.com or 800-875-9695. 800-875-9695. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. We all make resolutions this time of year. And let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour rolling along on this Tuesday afternoon. We are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Darren Justin here with you. Another hour to go. DJ Damon, who can do better with the, with the birthday song, will work on it for Eric in Columbia. Although Eric is saying that he enjoyed that. I think he's being very nice and that he's in a good mood because it's his birthday. <laughs> Maybe he got a lot of cake and some cupcakes. Uh, Eric, we'll, tr- we'll try to do a little bit better before we get out of here. Let's head over to uh, News 5. Let's, uh, News Channel 5, excuse me, and check in with Steve Lehman, who joins us. It's been one of those days. It's just... Steve, how are we doing? I'm doing great. I'm ready to celebrate with you guys. Damon asked me if it was my birthday, which isn't until June, but hey, we, we can have a party if you want. I feel like we've been on just a major sugar high during today's <laughs> show. We've been a little bit all over the place, so I don't think it's a good idea for us to celebrate any more birthdays? Um, let me start with what got out yesterday after our show. And it was Diana Rossini uh, on The Athletic, and I think it was on a podcast. And let's start with the, let me just start with this, and we'll just kind of take it in layers. 
I don't think that there was a fit for him, speaking about Mike Vrabel. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. There were seven other openings in the NFL besides the Titans. What do you make of that comment? I'm a little surprised, but if I'm being honest, I, I think Mike Rabel is a terrific coach. I think he can really help turn around the culture if he walks into your building and you're struggling to get down to business, if you're struggling to win games. I think he can change your culture overnight, frankly. So I'm surprised given how many openings there were and obviously the vast majority of those teams really need a culture change and really need to learn how to win some games. I'm surprised there wasn't more interest. I also think it's a little hard, as much as people want to say that they're very reactionary in this league, I think a lot of people who went into the offseason with coaching openings, I know they go through the interview process. I know the Rooney rule is in place. But I think the vast majority of them are thinking about who they're going to hire before they actually make the decision to fire. Because that makes sense, right? You, you wouldn't just fire and think, we'll go get anyone. You're thinking, we're going to move on from this coach because we can do better. And we have some ideas in mind. And that doesn't necessarily mean they have one guy in mind, but I think they have a thought or two or a guy or two in place. And I don't think many people thought Mike Grable was going to be available. So I think you saw some teams react when he became available and include him in the process. But my guess is none of them started with the idea that Mike Grable could be their next head coach, and it was hard to turn back around. But still, at the end of the day, if he wants to coach, and I'm not totally sure he was just banging on doors saying, I need to be an NFL coach next year. I think he's okay with the idea of taking the year off. But if he truly wanted to coach and you had that many openings, I do find it a bit surprising he ultimately didn't land one of those jobs. Okay. Then she goes on to say, do you know I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build? What? That he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor, which I laughed and I said, stop. That's not something that's real. <laughs> Who cares that someone physically, what someone physically looks like? And then he said, I'm just telling you, I've been in the rooms and somebody's physical presence can make a difference. That is the most bizarre thing. I, I honestly, we talked about it in the first hour. It is just strange a strange and odd rabbit hole to go down the week of the Super Bowl, which I know why that's happening. I know the Senior Bowl just took place, but what do you make of that portion of it? So, Darren, I was laughing when you brought this up because I thought that was going to be your first question because, honestly, that's the most notable part of the of course. thing. Of course, yeah. That she's basically saying that he's too big to coach in the NFL because it's too intimidating. I, I mean, that is obviously laughable. Now, the statement itself is true. Mike Vrabel is a huge man. And he is intimidating to the average person who walks up to him. He just frankly is. But the idea that somehow that would be disqualifying in a league that is built around <laughs> enormous people who hit people and you know try to pulverize their opponents is just laughable to me. That said, I joked about this to a couple of my friends who don't live here in Nashville, so they, they don't really have a rabel thought much. I just said, isn't this hilarious? And one of them came back and said, i got to be honest, if I was a multimillionaire and owned an NFL team, 
the idea of Mike Vrabel beating the crap out of me would probably destroy me. And so, I mean, maybe, maybe there is some subconscious things to these people who have so much money that they can control everything to be sitting across the table from a coach that they don't think they can control because he's just that physically imposing. But yes, if I dig deeper to it, it seems patently absurd. Wow. That's really what somebody, I, I just, I, and I'll just tell you briefly, if you didn't hear what I said, my, my interpretation was that that person was just saying he is someone that is extra. I, I thought it was more about, look, is he in big and intimidate? Yes. I didn't think really is about his physique. I think it was really about his mindset, his mentality. It, like, I think it's basically saying he can be a handful to deal with. That's that was oh. the nice version coming from a general manager. He's a handful to deal with. I, I agree with that as well, Darren. I also think there's a little bit of you combine it all. You could have Mike Vrabel's personality and not be he man as a stature, and it wouldn't be quite as intimidating. You could also have Mike Vrabel's stature and just be a little bit more of a kinder, gentler person, and it wouldn't be as intimidating as well. He is the combination of both of them. He's a huge person, and it is a my way or the highway type of thing. That is who he is. And I, I do think that probably run, rubs some owners wrong. I think, honestly, if we're looking at it for what it was, I think that ultimately happened here. Whatever the relationship immediately was with Amy Adams Strunk, by the end, she was tired of dealing with him mm-hmm. and dealing with his personality. And I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that he's, whatever, 6'4", 260 or whatever he is. It had everything to do with the fact that he was just gruff and a difficult person to get along with sometimes. And she finally got fed up with it and decided to go in a different direction. I, I do think some of that has gotten around the league on Vrabel, too, that right or wrong, that at the end of the day, ownership and the front office in Tennessee couldn't see eye-to-eye with their head coach at the end of it. And so if you're another owner or another front office and you're evaluating Mike Vrabel, how much does that play into your thought process? Do you want to bring in a guy that you may have immediate issues with and how you're going to do business? So I think it all plays a part. But the idea that he's not coaching because he's simply too big is something that's going to carry me into the summer with a lot of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's interesting is he's not the, by the way, he's not the first guy that's, you know, more than a handful to deal with. I'm sure dealing with Jim Harbaugh on a daily basis mm. is going to be more than a handful. I'm sure that dealing with a lot, I'm sure Sean Payton is not exactly walking, tiptoeing through the tulips, spending every day with Sean Payton. He's kind of full of himself, and we could go on and on. The bottom line is, you know how this works, Steve. If you're winning, Nobody cares, and everybody tolerates it. If you're not, you're not going to be there for long. <laughs> That's just how yeah. it works. No question. If Mike Vrabel got the Titans to the playoffs one or both of the last two years, he's still the Titans head coach. Yep. And it wouldn't matter that he's huge, and it wouldn't matter that he's gruff, or maybe didn't see eye-to-eye with everybody in the organization. But that didn't happen, and it gave them an excuse to move on, and then it gave other people around the league an opportunity to look at him differently. When he was winning every single season and he was coach of the year in the NFL, there would have been a line down the block of teams that would have trampled over each other for the opportunity to hire a guy like Mike Vrabel. After back-to-back losing seasons and the way it all played out, he didn't end up getting 
seven, one of seven other openings in the league. That doesn't mean he's never going to coach again. I firmly believe he's going to be a hot commodity next season, a year out from this, of people who want to give him a shot and believe he can change their organization. But there is some of the rose being off the bloom or the bloom off the rose, whatever the saying is, when it comes to Mike Vrabel in terms of just how things have played out the last couple of years. The most intriguing hire on Brian Callahan's staff is whom and why? Ooh, that's an interesting way to put it. I, I'll give two answers to that, I guess. And the first one is kind of obvious. I think getting his dad is enormous because he's one of the great offensive line coaches in the history of the NFL. And if he can come in and help solve the problem there and get the most out of whatever the talent is, because it's a talent issue more than anything else, I think, up front for the Titans. So if Rand Carton gives him serviceable enough players and he can take them to the next level. Well, immediately, Brian Callahan is a step forward in terms of being the play caller and the head coach with a serviceable offensive line. The other intriguing hire to me is Denard Wilson, because he is a guy that essentially he is handing over the reins to the defense because you have a new head coach who's also going to be the offensive play caller. So whoever he was going to hire on defense, essentially, not just as the defensive coordinator, he is essentially the defensive head coach. And so that's an enormous responsibility. And you've got a guy coming in who has never called plays on that side of the ball as well in Denard Wilson. You're giving him an enormous, enormous task that he's going to be a first-time guy in that role. Everybody talks about his experience and how good he is and how smart he is and how well he relates to players. I even talked to Jeff Fisher, and he said, I love him. He worked with me for five years in St. Louis in L.A. He knows what he's doing. The defensive side of the ball is going to be fine. But, guys, to me, that's the most intriguing hire because you're hiring a guy who's never been in this position before to be the defensive head coach of this football team. And if you get it right, it looks like a genius move and it helps you take the next step as a franchise. But there could be some growing pains on that side of the ball, too, and that's a risk you take as a first-time head coach in Brian Callahan. How about Terry Killens, um, who mm-hmm. used to play here? How about him? And he was on the, that Super Bowl team for yep. the Titans. How about the fact that he is officiating this Super Bowl? He is one of the officials. He is a part of this crew, and he becomes the first former player, now official, uh, to do that in the Super Bowl. It's pretty, pretty cool. I remember him when he was here. Yeah, it's amazing, Darren. And we actually did a story about him last night on the 6 o'clock news on News Channel 5. And it's just a really unique story. He was a guy who hung around the NFL for seven years. He was a solid player, obviously had a good career, not a superstar by any means. Played in a Super Bowl with the Titans, but that's pretty much it. And he went back to Mason, Ohio, outside of Cincinnati. He's a school district security officer he and his wife had five children she unfortunately passed away four years ago due to breast cancer so he's dealt with the family stuff he had a loving wife that he unfortunately lost at a way too early age but you back up a little bit and several years after he was done playing he was just bored and missed the opportunity to get on the field again and what it meant to be out there in the spirit of competition and somebody said, you know what, you should check into being an official. 
And he said, what, officials? I didn't even talk to them. I didn't know who they were. I never talked to them when I played. Why would I be an official? But he thought, hey, maybe, maybe there's something to this. And so he signed up for a $100 officials clinic in Ohio in the summer and then went out to be a JV high school football ref and worked his way up from there to the varsity, to Division Three, to the SWAC, to the American Athletic Conference, Division One FBS, and then in 2019 got the call to the NFL. He grinded with the help of his wife through that time and other people, got to the NFL. He's dealt with tragedy along the way, and now here you are four or five years later, and he gets the call to be a part of the all-star crew to be the umpire of Super Bowl 58. It is really a remarkable story, and he's making history. As you mentioned, the first guy to play in a Super Bowl and now referee in a Super Bowl. And it's just, it was really cool. It was fun to tell that story as well. But it's something else to watch for on the biggest day of the football year. Derek Henry did some talking to Jim Wyatt over the uh, over the weekend down there at the Pro Bowl where he uh, said, you know, he's just kind of in wait and see. I find it interesting that Brian Callahan mentioned that uh, he's already had contact with Will Levis and, and talked with him and it's excited to get to work and all that. Um, and I know Derrick Henry technically uh, is a free agent, but, you know, he's still under contract and because the year hasn't started over yet. So if Callahan wanted to have a conversation with Derrick Henry, I don't think there's anything stopping that, but it doesn't seem like the two of them have. Uh, to me, this is another telltale indication that Derrick Henry playing days are over here in Tennessee. The fact that, to our knowledge, or at least as of this weekend, he has had zero contact with the new head coach. I think that's probably right, Justin. If I was a betting man, I would anticipate that Derrick Henry wearing that medium-sized T-shirt or wherever it was for the NFL Pro Bowl game with the small Titans logo on it over the weekend was probably the last time you'll see him representing the Titans in any uniform in his NFL career. But I also will back off of that just for a moment. I think you'll find out when it comes to Henry and his future, I don't think there will be any real actions to this until March comes. Because I think the market is going to be set on Henry, and it's going to be set by outside forces. I think there's a level of the Titans, just from an organizational standpoint, and maybe even a Brian Callahan standpoint, that would like to have Derrick Henry back. But it's going to have to come under the perfect circumstances for them. And probably for him, too. And so what that means is when the market comes open, what are other teams willing to do? Is it one year with a lot of money? Is it three years and less money? Is it two years and certain guarantees? And that's going to start to get set, and it's going to get set by other teams. And so the question then is when the Titans begin to look at that, what's palatable for them? What's the deal that you're willing to make for Derrick Henry? And that will ultimately get worked out. Ultimately, I don't believe it probably will get worked out to a place where he's back here next year. I think he'll be someplace else, someplace where he believes he's got a decent shot to win a Super Bowl and he gets the years and the term that he's looking for. But we don't really know what that market is going to be for a 30-plus-year-old running back come March. And if it's not maybe what's expected, I do think there's a slim shot it could work out that he would be back here and then have the shot to break the franchise all-time rushing record and help them sell tickets and help move in the new era of the Callahan offense. Okay. 
it is no secret that uh, that Brian Callahan's father, he's officially on board as the offensive line coach. And as you mentioned, he's one of the great offensive line coaches uh, in recent NFL history. And the offensive line is a mess. It's also no secret that Brian Callahan values wide receivers. The Titans need both of them at this point. So... With the seventh pick in the upcoming NFL draft at this early, early age, an early start with no free agency, no movement at all, I'm asking Steve Lehman, are the Titans going to pick a tackle or wide receiver? It's unfair, but I'm going to ask it anyway because he's kind enough to come on our show. Steve, take it away. (laughs) Well, it is unfair because we haven't had a chance to go through free agency together before this, and that's going to be a huge factor here. If it's just today and there's, no other factors here, and you're just telling me the next player added to the team is the seventh overall pick to the current roster that we have, I'm taking a tackle. Because Mm. to me, the entire breakdown of the Titans' offense last year was the inability to block. They couldn't get the running game going to get defenses on their heels, and then when they had to pass, they couldn't block and protect the quarterback. They have to get beyond that. And it's going to come... Yes, from having Bill Callahan there to coach them. But more so, you just have to have better players up front. Now, that could happen through free agency. So if Rand Carthon goes out there and identifies multiple guys in free agency and feels like he can fix the line that way, okay, maybe you can lessen the need there and you could focus that seventh overall pick on finding Roma Dunze or somebody like that to come in and be a star-wide receiver. I would be okay with that if that's the way they get there. But at the moment, without seeing anything that they do in free agency, if you're just talking about, to me, what's the biggest need, to me, it's the left tackle. To me, it's solidifying that entire offensive line because no matter what you want to do as an offense, it all starts with being able to block and win in the trenches. And the Titans haven't been able to do that the last two years, and that, to me, is the biggest reason why they have slid backwards as an organization. So you got to get that fixed. I'm taking left tackle seven. All right. On the way out, who do you got? Who's winning Sunday? So, <laughs> uh, I think that the 49ers are the better overall football team, but gosh, guys, I think I've picked against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid multiple times in the last few years and been wrong just about every time. So, I'm not going to do that again until somebody actually dethrones them. The Chiefs are the dynasty in the NFL right now. They're on the doorstep of winning a third one of these, and I I think they're going to get it. I'd love to see the 49ers win. I'd love to see them break through. It'd be the first time since 94. I think they've got the better overall roster, but the Chiefs have maybe the best coach in football right now, the best tight end ever, and maybe a guy on the way to being the best quarterback ever. So I'm going to stick with that greatness, and I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Okay. Steve, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Have a great week, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, guys. Enjoy the birthday celebration. (laughs) Steve Lehman, News Channel 5. You can check him out tonight, uh, 6 and 10 o'clock. We're wide open the rest of the hour. If you want to get involved in the show, 615-844-5600 is our phone line and our text line. You can also watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. More of the McFarland Show next. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. 
you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Here's Justin McFarlane with a moment in black history. Jackie Robinson. Robinson was a professional baseball player and second baseman. In 1947, he became the very first African-American to play in the major leagues. In 1949, he was awarded the National League's Most Valuable Player, making him the very first black player to receive that honor. He also helped the Brooklyn Dodgers win the 1955 World Series. Jackie Robinson was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1962. Jackie Robinson's number 42 has been retired for all time in Major League Baseball. Jackie Robinson, another legend in black history. The cost of living is getting higher daily. Stop throwing money away on rent. I recommend that you call my agent for over 20 years. That's Sylvester Armour with Armour Realty at 615-485-9211. Sylvester and his team of realtors are proven, sharp, and savvy. That's 615-485-9211 or armorrealtors.com. They will help you own or sell a Step home. Step through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa. Massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more. Or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking. Why not treat you and your loved one to a couple's retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 255th Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. <clears throat> oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. But if you kick the field goal there, man, this is to get you up three scores and you saw the momentum change. You know, the Niners are too good of a team to, to sleepwalk for four quarters. And it just snowballed. Touchdown. Fumble. Touchdown. <laughs> Man, my heart bleeds for Detroit, man. I know it's been a couple of days, but they're not going to get over this until next year. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Give us a call. 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. If you want to get involved in the show, been a fun show today here on this Tuesday, as we get a little bit closer to Kansas City and San Francisco. We're going to make our picks on Friday, and I honestly change my mind. I think every hour, you should every day. Yeah, I, I just it's that close. One day I wake up and I've talked myself into San Francisco, and by lunchtime I've talked myself back into the Chiefs, and then by dinner. I'm back to the 49ers. Yeah. And by the time I go to bed, 
I'm back on the Chiefs. As, so yes. I don't know. I yeah. do not as of today, I do not have a strong opinion. Yeah. One way or the other. I will say this. Wait for the injury report. As for you know, betting purposes, I've done quite well over the years. Okay. On betting the Super Bowl. But I also will say this. A lot of those times I was covering it. And I would I would get a vibe, I yeah. would get a feel, a I would closer. talk to people, yeah. be a little bit close. Like I'll I'll tell you right now. And I and then I, by the time it hit me, I don't remember at what point in New Orleans when I was covering the Ravens and the 49ers, the Harbaugh mm-hmm. Bowl. Mm-hmm. By the time it was the end of the week, I was like, man, I'm just telling you, the Ravens are winning. They are not losing. The Ravens are 100. They are winning. I was, mm. and I got, and I started saying it. I think it was probably by Thursday. Maybe it was all the way till Friday. I know, but I think it was like Thursday. I was going on the radio. I was going on social media and I'm like, I'm down here. I'm covering it. The Ravens are winning. It was just, you know, again, you start talking to people. You just, you have an interview. Things just start happening. You you go to the media days. but And I've also done quite well not being there. But this one, I'm obviously from afar. I'm not in Vegas. We're not going to Vegas. And right now, I don't have a good vibe. But it's only Tuesday. Like, I just keep going back and forth. So we'll see if later in the week my mind changes. But right now, I just don't know. I could be talked into either one. Because I think the Chiefs... Because of Mahomes and because of Kelsey and because of Reed, they're more proven. But the 49ers, in my opinion, are more talented. They are. But talent doesn't always win this game. No, no, it doesn't. The more talented team doesn't always win it. It doesn't. So there's that. So that's where I am on on Tuesday afternoon. Um, I'm going to, and, and you know, one of my best friends in the world is a huge 49ers fan, and he's gonna he's gonna shoot an arrow at me, and I know, and I and I'm sorry, um, but I, I would like the 49ers to win. I'm I'm gonna go that far. I, I would like. Why would 49ers. you like the 49ers to win? Um, because I, I think it's healthy for the for the game if the 49ers win a little bit. Um, over Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes wins three Super Bowls here in four years or whatever it is, or five Super Bowls in five years, you know, four Super Bowls in five years, you know, it, it has this dominant type of run. Um, you know, I, I think it makes him, yes, uh, an all-time great, but also makes him a villain in, in a way. Um, and, you know, I, I would prefer that, you know, the NFL, re- the, what makes the NFL great is the fact that everybody thinks they can win. Everybody thinks they can win. Everybody thinks at the beginning of the season, my team has got a chance to win the Super Bowl. And when you have a team that wins four out of five, it kind of takes away from that. It says, no, no, not everybody, no. I don't subscribe to that. Not every team can win because you don't have number 15 on your team. And the team that's had number 15 four of the last five years is one of the things. So, mm-hmm. and I understand why, but that that's, that's beside Tom Brady won it seven times. Yeah, but he won it seven times over 20 years. It was more spread out. Yeah, it was. You know, and he lost some. And he lost some. And well, two, and and to be exact, but was um, it two or three? Two or three? He lost two Two. to Eli. I'm sorry. That's right. Two to Eli. Okay. There's more than that. But what Mahomes is on is a Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana type of run, where you're going to win four in a decade. Yeah, but they never lost. That's true. He's already lost. He has lost one, and you're right. Those guys did not. Those guys never lost. Those guys were four and zero. Yeah. 
uh, and there and there's Super Bowl run. Um, but I promise you, this generation, listen, we got a whole generation of people who are listening to us right now who thinks LeBron is the GOAT, okay? They, they won't care. They will not care. And they're already starting to talk themselves into Patrick Mahomes being the GOAT. They, they won't, because that's what we do. That's what we do. We we quickly forget anything that happened the day before yesterday, and we're, we're done. Or when that person retires, we're ready to annoy. Someone's got to be the GOAT. Yeah. Well, they don't. No. They, no, no. It's okay. It's we supposed can to be generational. We can wait. Yeah, it's supposed to be generational. The GOAT doesn't have to be playing right now. Right. We can wait. Yeah. We can wait for the next one to come along. He doesn't have to be in the league right this second. It's okay. But the sports beast that is social media and is sports talk radio and is whatever television, whatever yeah. outlet or outlets you you know you have, we're quick because there's always content and you've always got to be right. saying something. Then we're so quick. I mean, I've already heard started hearing that. I'm like, give me a break. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, I I didn't love the Patriots run and I didn't love Tom Brady, but let's. Just stop it. Patrick Mahomes is not in Tom. He is not in the same breath as Tom Brady. He's not. Okay? Now, I understand all the... I get it. Now, here's the thing. The body work is not... I don't think it's even close to being done. So, you know, I I know a lot of people are like, if he stays on this trajectory and if he does... He can also fall off a cliff. He can also, right, never get back again after this year. Easily. There's enough talent in the that AFC to keep him out. And a couple of guys over there who also are in their prime, who also need you know to get their Super Bowl run in, um, who could easily keep him out for years. And we've talked about it over and over again. Dan Marino and, and Warren Moon, you know, guys who didn't get to go. Um, where Marino went the one year, but he played you know another 14 years year. after that and didn't get to go. Yeah. Warren Moon played 12 years of outstanding football and didn't get to go. It's not guaranteed. These are Hall of Fame guys. Didn't get to go. Phillip Rivers didn't get to go. He's going to go to Canton. Didn't get to go. It's not guaranteed. But they can also keep other goats out. I said all that to to try and say this. That even though the 49ers, I think, is, is my personal who I would like to win, I think. It's hard for me to pick against Patrick Mahomes. And you know I've been saying this, Darren, since the giddy up. They are. The toughest out because of who plays quarterback for them. It doesn't matter. The other team is more talented. The Ravens were more talented than the Chiefs. I don't know how anybody can sit here with a straight face and say otherwise. They have better receivers. They have better defense in certain areas. And maybe not the defensive line, but the linebackers in the secondary most definitely better than the Chiefs. Now, um, you know, it, but it didn't matter. None of that mattered. They couldn't put it together when they needed to, and 15 could. There's the difference. So for me, number 15 is the difference. I I don't know how he's going to do it. I just think that he'll show up to whatever occasion presents itself and do more than the other team. Does that make them trash? No. It just makes Patrick Mahomes that much better, which is kind of where we've been. Think about his big games in this short amount of time in his career. Think about his loss, Justin. His loss was in overtime, right? The the Super Bowl loss. You're what, was of? the Bucks Chiefs overtime? I'm striking out on that now. I don't remember. I don't think. Look well, that, it could have been. I, I'll look, look that up. up. I'll look it up. Either way, I know it was. It came down. I think it was, or was just the Patriots Falcons the only overtime Super Bowl? I thought we've had a couple here lately. 
Let's look that up. I'm looking it up now. It shouldn't be that hard to find. Uh, let's see. No, that's the Raiders. Man, where is it? I'll try to find His it. His loss to the Bengals. Yeah. Now that was Same the, deal. That was an absolute thriller. Thriller. No, the Bucks blew away the Chiefs. It was, 30, it was 31 to 9 the final score. Oh, that's right. That that was no offensive line. My bad. His yeah. offensive line, he was running for his life. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. My bad. So was it the I was trying to think of the biggest games that he's lost. Bengals. The Bengals one jumps out. Now, was that, that overtime? Game, that was an overtime Over, thriller. Okay, so yeah, that's the one that I was, was confused. The, okay. All-time classic. And that was a classic. Yeah, all-time classic. They lost in overtime. It was at Arrowhead. And so you're right. I guess like that's Super Bowl, and that's only because the offensive line was so bad, line bad for Kansas City. He was running for his life. He was getting beat up in the second half. But, I mean, when you think about it, he's never been out of a game. He's always yeah. right there on the doorstep of winning. Yeah. You know? No, he is. I mean, other than, I guess now that I, but it was not till the second half is when they really opened it up on him and they, it just got away. Yeah. It did. And they, he was just at that point, And I'm sure at some point it's only human nature. He's like, yeah, it's just not happening. Like I, <laughs> my offensive line couldn't, Yeah, they couldn't block. You know, yeah. five five year olds. They could get off the bus. So here we are. <laughs> we're going to lose this game, and I'm going to have to eat it. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. and then we'll have to figure it out. But he, because he's the toughest out, I'm going to go with the Chiefs unless something comes to me in the middle of the night and tells me otherwise. All right, let's sneak in a call before we take another break. Let's go to Mike. Mike, what's up? Good afternoon. Hey, uh, when Mike. you mentioned Dan Marino, I'm sitting here looking. I got a couple of Dan Marino jerseys hanging in my condo. I, I finally, went, once he retired, I pretty much just kind of gave up. Because like, like Darius Rucker says in the song, the Dolphins make me cry. Mm. So I finally mm-hmm. just kind of gave up. And I, I guess Darius likes to do a little partying around. I think he's been crying lately. A little, mm. little trouble recently. Hey, um, on the subject country music, about 95, I had a chance with my dad on the sounds to umpire celebrity softball game. It was mm. Tracy Bird and his band against Toby Keith and his band. Mm. And I tell you what. Oh, Toby was a big old boy. And I, and yes, sir. I, I'm sorry to hear the news. Um, yeah, at Summit Cancer and passed away. Got a chance to see him in concert a couple times. He uh, two songs he said you'll never hear on the radio, and one was uh, "I'll Never Smoke Weed with Willie Again," and then he had another <laughs> one. <laughs> Good song. Another one was uh, "Get Out of That Dress" or "Get Out of My Car." Oh, but uh, oh dear. Good career. I don't think he was a big Nashville fan. I think, you know, he was nominated for several awards, but I don't think he liked the whole... And he's not the only one you get nominated or don't get nominated. You have all these hit songs, and, and you never win anything. They always give it to Little Big Town or Dan and Shay or something. I don't... They don't They don't like to kiss up, I think. So, anyway, going to miss old Toby. Um, Sad, yeah. Hey, hey, I did watch that show, The Greatest Night in Pop, and oh... Uh, yes, sir. Waylon Jennings... Waylon Jennings, he didn't care much for that. <laughs> no, he didn't like the key Swahili. He decided, no, nah, I'm not doing that, and, and walked out yeah. of the session. That is correct. And Bob Dylan, he didn't he, he didn't have much fun either, it looked like. But yeah. it was a very good show. It, it was, it yeah. Was, it put, was a very good show. Hey, like, yes, last sir. thing, talking about sports, uh, as my Commodores go for three in a row over the Wildcats tonight, hopefully they can find a way. What, is, what are y'all, I know a couple of Kentucky fans, uh, they're they're ready for a change. They're ready for yes, they think Cal yep, is yes, about right. all he can do. They're yep. tired of mm-hmm. losing to St. Peter's in the first round. Yep. 
you know, now they've lost back-to-back at Rupp. He's got a lifetime contract. Yep. And I know some people think he's a great coach. He's going to find him. But I don't what – what, no. what have you heard? Oh, Mike, it's the same thing. They're, they're all done. I mean, they, I, I, well, I shouldn't say they're all. It's a big fan base. But I the ones that I talk to, here's what I get just over and over and over. He's not hungry. He doesn't care. He's made his money. He's got a lifetime contract. There's no drive in him. He's going through the motions. He just keeps, you know, he recruits these big time at these five stars, and all he cares about is getting him to the pros. It's just the same. Like I just hear the same thing over. And look, that's it's hard. To, it's hard to argue, right? I mean, he hasn't had the results. They just, they just don't think he has the drive to win anymore. You know, it doesn't matter oh, yeah. one way or the other. Like he's, he's made more money than he knows what to do with. He, he's got no pressure on him, and they're just over it. Like I, I've heard plenty that have said it is time to move on. Yeah, he he does seem to really get a thrill out of talking about all the guys that go pro and he's there when they get drafted and how many of them are yep. all, on the uh, all star team. Mm-hmm. He really gets a big kick out of that. But yep. now with the now with the NIL and stuff, everybody else is getting all these star athletes. Just just I don't know if they, how many he's got this year. I mean that Dillingham can light it up, but other than you know Shepard's all right, but other than that, they no, they're, really, no, they're loaded, they Mike. They just don't play a lick. This was the real eye opener watching Saturday night. Like they don't play a lick of defense, and they're not going to go far because they don't play any defense at all. Like if well, Vanderbilt doesn't score to... on them a lot of points, I'm not saying they're going to win because I don't think they will. But if they don't score, if they don't have a healthy scoring, uh, you know, if they're not in the 70s on this Kentucky team, Mike, they should be ashamed of themselves because they don't guard anybody. Well, I hope they do it again tonight. Anchor down. Have all right, a good one. You too. Yeah, it's it's it, Mike's right. I mean, it, he's the fan base. Again, I can't speak for them all. It's a large fan base, but there is a lot of them that are just over Cal. Because mm. I mean, if you yeah. think about it, when's the last time well, they? They've, well, it's not for lack of talent. They're always talented, but they haven't made a run. Can't make the tourney run. I mean, they don't make any runs. When's the no. last time they made a run? Was it the year they were what undefeated and lost to Wisconsin in the Final Four? That's a Long time ago. Long time ago. Like nine years ago. Yeah. I was going to say, was that 10? Yeah, nine years. I was reading earlier this week where Kentucky has about 10 or 15 guys who are still in college that came in as five stars, but they're in other schools and they're still playing and like no impact. They just, they're just out there, you know, like some of the star players. I'm like, so did they develop them? They just came in and thought they were going to start automatically and just left. You well, know? in fairness to him, I don't know how much – developing he can do because most of them are the good ones are all one and dones but still you can do and you if you want to win with them you better teach them to play defense right or at least attempt it and they don't it's it's pathetic Hmm. and when tennessee walked into rupp arena and hung 103 spot on them i'd seen all i need to see like yeah and and south carolina had their way with them florida had their way with them what florida (laughs) score 90-something? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not kidding you. If Vanderbilt doesn't get in the 70s tonight, they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Seriously. Like, who can't hang 70-something on this Kentucky team? Who's focused on offense? All right, we'll take a break. More of the McFarland Show next. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. And now, Keep It Clean Tree Service is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate Military Care Package to see how you could make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Keep It Clean Tree Service. For tree trimming, tree removal, stuff removal, grinding, and site management, beautify your property with Keep It Clean Tree Service. Give the pros a call today at 615-480-0029, 615-480-0029, or visit KeepItCleanSolutions.com. That's Keep It Clean Tree Service, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future, the new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12, the 12-team playoff, the lawlessness, the constant change. But now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Having fun on this Tuesday. Yesterday, the commissioner spoke, Roger Goodell. That yes. was one of 
the folks who spoke. And that's always his big to-do. Remember, we told you last week that it was a invite-only event. Yes, yes, which very That special. was not the case when I used to cover the Super Bowls. It was, it was a huge, huge, as you can imagine, throng of media. But this one was invite-only. Do yeah. we have anything from that, or did you want so, to hit no, on? No, no, no. Well, we this, don't is, have, we this don't. is still developing oh, okay, here. This is, not, this is not ready yet. Maybe in our final break, maybe I'll have something. But uh, the mayor of, uh, not no, that's that's a separate story. Excuse me. Roger Goodell. <laughs> Roger Goodell uh, was speaking about uh, why Las Vegas. Uh, Damon, if we can pull up the Las Vegas uh, Roger Goodell sound, if we can get that, sir. Um, of he course, got the relocation. Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, is hosting the Super Bowl for the first time ever. This, as Darren knows, and a lot of you knows, would have been unthinkable a few years ago. Like a total, complete joke that this would have happened a few years ago. But it is real. It is happening here. They're moving out there, and they're going to play this week. Now, what I want us to listen to here in Nashville is the reasons why, even though the Titans are building this brand-new $2.2 billion dome stadium, why can't we get the Super Bowl in the first year, that is something that Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, asked about. He wanted the Super Bowl his first year in Vegas. This is what Roger Goodell told him. He got the relocation approval. That was one of the first things he started talking about. Is well, when are we going to get a Super Bowl? And I said, Mark, we got to play a regular season game here first. But it's um, this stadium is extraordinary. Uh, you all were here. We we can feel it. I think they've done an amazing job with that stadium, and that's our stage. So, for us, the stadium is key. The city is key. Um, this city has really knows how to put on big events, uh, and we've seen that. We feel it. We felt it all year from our fans. Uh, it is the number one place for visiting team fans to come to a game. All right. So there is Roger Goodell talking about. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. And I found it interesting, Darren, that he would say that is the number one place for visiting team fans to come see a game, which means the NFL is keeping up with such things. Sure. The fact that they would know that, that Vegas is the number one city, which, of course, we know the NFL does not release a whole lot about how it tracks fans and in what market this does well and that does well. They don't do that a whole lot. They don't tell us that kind of information, Uh, but they're releasing that part of it. I would imagine Nashville is very high on that list. What I want to emphasize is this. They've got to play a full season or at least two in the Dome Stadium first before the NFL will move move a Super Bowl into the building. It doesn't mean that the building will have to be done. It just means that it has to be well underway before the NFL will make that solid announcement that the Super Bowl will be there. Um, and the NFL can come and say exactly what Roger Goodell said about the uh, the stadium in Las Vegas, that it's a wonderful facility and a beautiful stadium and does blah, 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 blah. They got to they gotta see it in action first before they put the biggest sporting event in the world in your yard. It's going to happen. It just may not happen as soon as we might think. And so all those things that Roger Goodell just said about Las Vegas is what he is going to say about Nashville at some point. Right. That's why. That's the point of this. To say, hey, don't expect it year one. No. It's not going to be 2027. No. But no. it could be 2028. It could be. 
2028, 2029, no later than 2030, I would think. So before the end of the decade, yeah. I think the Super Bowl is going to be here in Nashville. It's just it's just a matter of when. All right, we'll also have uh, another piece of interesting news to mm-hmm. close things out. You'll want to hear this. On the other side, you listen to the McFarland Show, WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer Leasing Company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizmkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Let me get your initial reaction. Mike Vrabel is fired as the coach of the Titans. Initial reaction is taking it back, uh, a little shock. What in the world was going on in that building that led to this decision? Amy Adams is absolutely fearless as an executive. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR.
McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. end on this note pretty interesting we'll maybe have the audio we'll play tomorrow up against it a little bit so this is out of vegas right yeah the las vegas mayor carol goodman uh was recently on a podcast called front office sports today podcast just released a short time ago she says that the oakland a's who are scheduled to move to las vegas um, to have a you know big brand new stadium down there, she is telling them that the deal. And by the by the way, they would move to the old Tropicana Hotel is where they would move. The old Tropicana Hotel site is where they would go. That to her, the deal doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and that the A's should look at staying in Oakland, and that she's not sure that the money to actually make this move happen is really there. Is what she says. Now, this is the mayor of Las Vegas making this proclamation on this podcast. Now, <laughs> I'm not sure how much the city of Las Vegas was involved in this deal. If this was a private land acquisition, so they may not need the city's permission at all. The city may not be involved in this. Before the mayor of the city to stand up here and say, "Yeah, I, I, I don't know if Major League Baseball need to be moving over there because that don't make a whole lot of sense to me," would suggest that there are some problems with this particular deal. And why is this important here in Nashville? Well, I'll tell you why. Because Rob Manfred, who is the commissioner of Major League Baseball, has made it crystal clear that expansion for the Major League Baseball will not be opening up until the deals in Oakland and the deals in Tampa are wrapped up. Once the deals in new for new stadiums for the A's and for the and for the Rays are finished, that's when they can turn the page to expansion. And it sounds like one of those um, one of those deals, according to the mayor of Las Vegas again, sounds like it's still up in the air. It sounds like it is not sealed. I thought it was done. I thought it was done too. But apparently not. That's so weird. Now, we've run into done deals. And listen, I've been doing this a long time. I've run into done deals before. I've been to announcements of things that never happened. So, I mean, it, it, it's feasible. That's why sometimes you have to see who's at this press conference exactly. Who's up here saying this? That's why sourcings are important. Mm. I don't know because I'm not in Vegas or Oakland. But I thought this deal was done too. Apparently not. Apparently. So this is going to start making the rounds. It's just wow. broken the last hour. All right. That's going to do it for us today. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Bill Keen will get things started tomorrow at 6 a.m. Followed by... Greg and John from 9 to 11, and we'll be back at it tomorrow, too. We'll see you then. CBS Sports Radio, this is the Zach Gelb Show.
here's your host, Zach Gelb. All right, away we go. Hour number three of our radio program. That's right. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio, live inside the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Fun show so far. Sean Merriman joined us. Will Levis, Trevor Lawrence, Robbie Gold still to come. Uh, We'll be joined by Patriot wide receiver Kendrick Bourne, and that will uh, come your way 40 minutes from now. Um, You know, there's been crazy audio, obviously, the last two days, and it only gets dumber throughout the week. Uh, I know last night was pretty stupid with opening night, and everyone's trying to put out this uh, dog and pony show and make it a circus at uh, Allegiant Stadium, And, and I can't say that without acknowledging that we were a part of that as well 